62, I think. Manscaped promo code STEV. Yes, finally. Greetings, pals and gals. That is the sound of me using my new Manscaped 4.0 Platinum Package. Using the Weed Whacker, electric nose and ear trimmer, a devastatingly high-end tool for men for nose and ear. We also have the lawnmower for down below. Now, people, every product is attempting to solve a problem. And what bigger problem is there than accidentally cutting your own dick? Many of us have been there. The lawnmower is the perfect package for your package this Christmas. What do you buy men anyway? What are you going to get your dad? What are you going to get your uncle or your brother or your child even? And what about those hairs you always attempt to trim that grow back like six hours later with that rusty old thing from Amazon that costs £5 and doesn't actually work? And it's just a ritual for your own head in your own bathroom. As men get older, these things happen and add to your insecurities. <laughs> but Manscaped is here. It's never too early to play holiday music and it's never too early to start thinking about gifts, whether it's for a friend or the friends in your pants. Do your little drummer boy a favour. Like this. <laughs> Use a Manscaped lawnmower and avoid another silent night in the bedroom. Then add in Manscaped's top of the line shower products to have all the girls singing All I want for Christmas is you Look nice when you get naughty by going to manscaped.com and using the discount code STEV That's S-T-E-V for 20% off and free shipping. Wouldn't it be easier to have this delivered directly to your door? Do you really want to be in Boots or Dwayne Reed or CVS? buying this stuff and you make eye contact with the cashier and it's like oh god hoping she doesn't notice and you buy chewing gum as well and crisps and snacks to hopefully bury the fact that you've bought a lawnmower for your pubes this is also waterproof so you can get it all done in the shower get it all away and out of your life so get 20% off and free shipping with the discount code STEV at manscaped.com. Give this a go, please, all my followers and listeners and lovers. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code STEV. Manscaped, get the jingle balls ready for the holidays. <laughs> Mac and me. Alright, welcome. We've been all over America this month and the end of last month. I tried an episode on the New York subway. Mac, what do you think of New York City? I tried an episode in Marblehead, Massachusetts in Dunkin' Donuts, which was quite good. 
Hello, hello. We're not in a hospital. We're in a Dunkin' Donuts in Marblehead. Welcome to Mac and Me, episode whatever, cream vanilla. But none of them quite worked. You were unhappy. All right, Amit from Edgeware says, Steve, when are you going to do a new album? So that question's for me. The answer is, I'm working on an album called Road Trip 3. All right, mate. In my 20s, I did a couple of albums called Road Trip that were solo music on guitar and harmonica recorded live, as I always do. Yeah? Are you involved? Now, these songs were written in lockdown before I became a father. And it hasn't really been time to do it. And sometimes musical stuff is uh, a bit self-masochistic. But I'm doing it because it also feeds my soul. First single's called All The Best, or it might be called Nothing To Do With You. Right, Mac. They don't want to hear about that. (coughs) Margaret from Scarborough says, Mac, what's been your favourite thing in life so far? (coughs) You said just doing what I'm doing now. (coughs) Rolling about. Also, he's enjoyed cooking, astrology, yeah, and table tennis. Great. (coughs) And wrestling. See you next month. Here we are on Great Windmill Street, and I'm about to do my first interview ever with a hairdresser. And I'm here with Laura. Hello. Hello. (laughs) We are at a new bar on Great Windmill Street called Thin White Duke. I'm not a David Bowie fan, and I've just ordered an old-fashioned and a 7% beer and found a nail inside my shoe. So hopefully things are going to improve. I recognise that girl. Right, sorry, I just saw someone I hadn't seen for about seven years, which was nice. Makes me feel like I'm a man about town. Um, So, Laura, who are you? I'm Laura. I'm a hairstylist in London, uh, from Glasgow, and that's it. (laughs) Okay, why did you decide to be a hairdresser? What happened? I left school at 16 and got a job in a salon. Quite enjoyed it. I like that you can make people feel good about themselves. It's creative. I like being creative. You do colours. And you get to meet all sorts of different types of people, which is cool. And how did you approach doing the first haircut? You're supervised by some old bag, are you? You How's it work? You start on, like, little creepy dolls. Oh, really? Yeah, little Sally dolls with, like, real human hair. So you you start cutting them. And then as long as you're all right, they'll let you on a human. But what happened on the first doll? On the first doll. um, Stabbed it? No, it was a pretty horrific haircut, though. Really? Yeah. So it's a men or women's haircut? It's a women, yeah. I trained in women's hair first, so it was just long, straight haircuts, but actually doing just a straight haircut's the hardest haircut. Just a one-length, simple, it's the hardest one. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, and this is in Glasgow? Glasgow, yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So you're like the cream of the crop, though, because you're a Soho hairdresser. 
What's your favourite haircut you've ever done? My favourite haircut, or haircuts, I think, because mullets and shaggy haircuts recently came back with the younger right. generation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or the wolf cut. It's like the most popular cut right now, so it's between a shag and a mullet. And, I mean, probably shouldn't say that as a hairdresser, but you just kind of just cut people's hair. You just kind of hack at it, and it's just very... Yeah. It's a messy haircut, and it's yeah. fun. So, you know. So that's your favourite to do at the moment. What's your least favourite? My least favourite? It's all to do with the dyeing and that. No, I like dyeing. I like doing the colour. Mm. My least favourite is probably a graduated bob. You know, like an old... like On a lady? On a lady, yeah. A Karen bob. Yeah. And why? Just because you don't like the just, chat? Yeah, I don't like the chat. don't like the haircut. It's just the soul. Yeah. What question are you sick of in hairdressing? Mind you, you ask the questions, don't you? Yeah, usually. We, people do ask questions as well. What's the worst, most inappropriate question you've had? <laughs> yeah, yeah. These are all inappropriate shit questions. No. Because I was saying earlier that people are so whingy, but then I whinged later on in the chat. About hairdressing. So you're like a therapist. So what's the biggest sort of therapy indulgence you've had? Have people confessed to you about, you know, having an affair or losing, like, something, being a thief? What? All of it. I've had people... Why? You know, ...going through divorces or people right. admitting they're having an affair. And you just ask them, oh, been on holiday lately? Both of them. I might know the couple. I right. might cut both their hair. Oh. And, and I, I find out secrets from one. Oh, that's happened? Yeah, that's happened. Why were you cutting both their hair? Maybe they were trying to invite you into their drama. Maybe I was the target. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really know how it came about, but it was just... They were both my clients. What's the hottest person's hair you've ever... Have you ever cut celebrity haircuts? I have, yeah. I've done a few celebrity It's a lame avenue of questioning. It's quite interesting, though, isn't it? It's quite interesting. Um, I recently cut Sarah Pascoe's hair. What's her haircut, then? Um, Just blonde. She's got a blonde, kind of long bob. Who else? Um, Do you know the band Texas? Mm. Uh, The guitarist. Oh. I didn't cut so his not Charlene uh, no. <laughs> no, the guitarist is from Scotland. So did you know he was the guitarist of Texas, or did he tell you? Yeah, so he, he'd been in the salon before. Uh, um, so you're his lady. I'm not. I am not his lady. My boss is normally his hairdresser, okay. but he came in and I did it last time. Which was cool. Are there celebi people or notable people that you are their lady? Yes. It's a yeah. funny one. Oh. Funny person? Um, Noddy Holder. Amazing! <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that is amazing. How come? Um, I'm friends with his son. Okay, should we do an interlude and play a Slade song?
All right, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That was Slade, the revelation that Laura cuts Noddy Holder's hair. And what is a Noddy Holder? That's true. But he's a legend. What's your favourite Slade song? The one we just played? I probably only know the one Slade song. Come on, feel the noise. Oh my God, was that Slade? Yeah, and the Christmas one. And the Christmas one. Okay, yeah, I know those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. So what are some questions that you ask every client and what's been the weirdest answer and any memorable things with the questions you always ask? It's kind of the same routine with most clients, you know. How are you? How was your day? Have you been on any holidays? And people then just start whinging. And then they'll just start whinging, yeah, right, yeah. Right. yeah. They'll be like, oh yeah, I booked a holiday and my flight got cancelled. Or, oh yeah, you know, I'm busy, you know, I'm just going through a divorce. And then, you know, they go into it and you're like, okay. <laughs> Or, you know, someone's just died. Okay. So what do you do with the whinging? Do you try and keep it upbeat or do you just let them wallow? I'll let them wallow for a little bit and then I'll try and... Um, I'll let them whinge for a little bit, get it off their chest, and then I'll try and pick the mood up a little bit. How do you do that? Um, cut their ear off. Cut their ear off or, you know, make a joke or, I don't know, try and... Oh, well, never mind. Oh, well, that's a shame. You could be in Syria. It could be worse, you know. Yeah. You could be a starving child somewhere, but, mm. you know, yeah. And have you ever made anyone bleed? Like, yes. a lot? What happened? Not a lot, a lot, but a bit. I made, I caught someone, you know, people have little, like, kind of skin tags or, like, moles on the back of their head. Oh, yeah, did you tell me you cut someone's mole off? Yeah, I cut someone's mole off once, and it bled a lot. And was that a guy or a lady? It was a guy. Did he know about it? He, he probably didn't even know. Yeah, he didn't notice. <laughs> so you just saw it tumble off? Yeah. Yeah, I just saw the blood and was like, oh, shit. I just, like, had a little wet towel and wiped it, and then that was it. And it just carried on bleeding. <laughs> carried on. <laughs> I was once, I was using, you know, the little mini trimmers to do, like, the edges. Yeah. Or I was doing it over a comb, whatever, and um, my hand, like, twitched. And I, I twitched and just, like, cut a little hole in his haircut, like a little... <laughs> <laughs> it was a regular client and he on the back me. no on the side and he was watching me do it and as I did it I went oh shit and he was like what is it I was like oh I was like oh, I can't hide this one I was like yeah I've just I've just like made a little mark in your haircut I was like, I'm really sorry he was a regular he was fine he laughed it off it was all good and did you style it out like a hip hop haircut with the lines or anything no I just I took it a little bit shorter and left it he, he came in every two weeks to get his haircut so. but that's not Noddy Holder it wasn't Noddy Holder no what does Noddy Holder ask for? Well, he's got short hair now. He used to always have long hair. <laughs> um, and he just, he likes my haircut. He's like, yeah, just, he likes it kind of messy. He likes having his sideburns. And <laughs> Do you cut the sideburns then? I trim them, yeah. But you can't cut them off. Right. You have to keep them. And what's your chat with him? Does he chat? Oh, he chats. He loves to chat. Right, right. He's really fun. The Sandbeard Joke of the Mum. Is it racist to Irish people? Let's see. Let's test it. Okay. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. You ready? Yeah. And I don't give you permission to use this yet. Okay. We'll have to run it by a couple of Irish friends. Yeah. Okay. All right. Two, two guys uh, go on a stag do in Dublin and um, they're going to like, a really rough pub and they're just a bit pissed and being just totally obnoxious, doing really bad Irish accents, you know. <laughs> and one of them's like, that's what's getting a bit leery. We're going to get the shit kicked out of us. And the other one goes, don't worry, just pretend you're the police. And the other one goes, sending out an S. <laughs> Nay.
Hey, buongiorno. I'm back with um, Laura, the hairdresser, and lots of people are looking at me, but we're going to carry on. We're on Great Windmill Street, Soho. It's um, 2022. I thought that was Ray Winston. It's all happening. Um, I have some stories about this area as well. So these all used to be strip clubs, because I'm old and I remember that. And then we're facing the NCP car park, which is where they base London Fashion Week. Do you know that? No, I don't know that. A few years. What, they did it in there? Yeah, as a, like a walkway along the car park. And then there's a, um, a production company in there called Mustard, or used to be. And I was a runner there when I was 22. And I don't know what I was doing there, but I used to work for this woman who drank loads of wine at lunchtime. It was a real stress head. Like, looking back, I don't know what I was doing there. And I was, like, being a runner on a like, Specsavers ad or something, and it was rubbish. And I was saying, this is rubbish. And it's like, well, it doesn't matter. It's rubbish. You're, like, doing this. You're making the tea. That's my memories of this area. And so you ask all these questions and they whinge. Have you ever been propositioned? Have you ever had someone... I mean, you said you had people confess. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Anything, like, that startled you that you remember? Um, yeah, it didn't come from a client, though. It no. came from the first, like, barber shop I worked in when I was training. Yeah. And I, I mean, even to this day, I still loved working there, but... A barbershop's a very laddie sort of place. Oh, just where you get the fades and shit. You get the fades and shit. It's just a, it's a barber. It was a that's what it should be called, fades and shit. Fades and shit. If I open one, that's yeah. what I'll call it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fades and shit. Um, and they used to, I mean, they were all on drugs and they would be, you know, whatever. At work? At work, yeah. Why? Not all of them, some of them. Had, <laughs> they just have a problem. Um, but there'd be one guy, you know, you'd have a queue of men waiting for a haircut and my colleague would drop his comb on the floor and I was the assistant at the time. Oh, to watch you pick it to up. To watch me pick it up. And so that Where's that men, Glasgow? Yeah. So that all the men sitting in a queue waiting would... And you were wearing a thong or something? Or well, no? Exactly, to wear short skirts. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. When was this? 2018? Yeah. Glasgow's... Before that. Maybe before that. What age was that? Glasgow, sort like it 10 out. 10 years ago. Okay. Oh, that's horrible. So that's, mar- that's kind of abuse. A little bit. <laughs> um, See you later. Have you ever been hammered doing a haircut and what happened or off your head? Oh, yes, I have. Right. <laughs> hungover. We'll say hungover. How do you deal with a hangover at work? Not well. But, no, I, when I first came to London, the first salon I worked in, we all had a big, big night out. Mm. I hadn't slept. And I went straight to work from yeah. the party. Right. And I don't even remember the first haircut I did that day. So you're that good at it, though? Yeah, you could do it. Yeah. Could you do it asleep? I think so, yeah. Some part of it. Some part of it, most of it, yeah. I've never had a complaint, so... Have you like, never had no, a complaint no, in I your have, life? I have, I have had complaints, but not like that. What, in-person complaints? Oh, fuck's sake. Had yeah, it's always online. Yeah, so do you actually read TripAdvisor? I don't, but the new salon I work in, they, if you get a complaint, they'll like pull you up in a meeting about it and talk about it. Question. But that's just somebody's irrational yeah. opinion. I had a woman complain about something and it wasn't even to do with her hair. Like, she was my client. Yeah. And I was doing another client at the same time. And I asked a colleague something. You were cutting two heads at once? Not, yeah, nice. it was like, it was like colours. No, there was oh, colours. Okay. So there was... Oh, someone she didn't, was waiting. She felt like you didn't give her enough attention because she's an emotional twat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah she wasn't getting enough. So no, I'm actually going to complain tonight as well. I haven't told you, but... Yeah. I've got issues. That's fine. <laughs> I'll shave your head. <laughs> right, has anyone ever cried? Yes. I'm not sure which one I told you, but there was one... Oh, there's been a few. Um, there was one woman, and she came in 
happy, nothing wrong. Yeah, it was just a haircut, but I was running late and she was getting stressed. Um, and when I got to her, she um, hadn't even cut her hair yet and she just started crying. So. And what did you say? And I said, um, what's wrong? Did I do something? <laughs> And she said, no, it's not you. I'm just, you know, I was at my therapist today and we were talking about something. She actually lived in... She went straight in with us at my therapist, so she doesn't know you at all. Today and I've just had a hard day and I'm running late and I want to go home and see my kids and we're going to have movie night and now I'm running late. Mm. And I was like, okay. I was like, just chill out. It's fine. Did you say, like, I'm fast? Yeah, I said that. I was like, I can do it really fast. It's fine. Yeah. She used, She lived in Belarus before. That was the place that had the... I was going to say, that's why it takes us so long to get home. <laughs> yeah. But it was the, that was the place that had the explosion, right? And on the pier, there was like a... Was that her? Well, what? It wasn't her, but she lived there and it blew up her apartment and she had to move home. And I'd asked her about her living there and it made her upset as well. So it was like she just said all these things... Basically, it was nothing to do with me or the haircut. But she was the haircut good? Haircut was good. By the end of it, she was happy. She was? She stopped crying. I gave her two gents, and then she was fine. And so, do you think people are quite vulnerable, then, when they come to you? I think they are, aren't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's the only time people really actually sit for that length of time, and you're sitting in front of a mirror. A lot of people will find the mirror really uncomfortable. Yeah, I do. To sit and stare at when you've got a gown on, your hair is wet, you look like shit. Yeah. And you just, you know, it's weird. So then yeah. you're already in a vulnerable, uncomfortable place. But you're not uncomfortable. You're bored? Or well, what's in your head when you're doing this? You must be bored sometimes, no? Sometimes. I like it, though. I like yeah. it. I like when people open up to you kind of like that, you know, and you feel like you can just let someone it's so much easier to talk to a stranger about your problems than it is real people like your family or friends I think oh, so yeah, it can be family a like yeah a weight yeah so I don't know if someone feels comfortable enough to just sit and chat about their problems then that's fine right I think we've done hair oh do you have a hair plug thing in your shower what you must have a lot of hair at the end of the day how do you get it off you um, so Does it disgust you when it's like a black hair and I can't touch it. hair out of the plug hole. I can't. I can't do. Even as oh, I got a phobia of hair. I can't do that. Yeah, I can't. Why? It's disgusting. I don't know. It smells and it's gross, and I just can't. I can't you spend your whole day hair out of a plug hole. No, no way. That's an amazing revelation. <laughs> you have a phobia of hair. I have a phobia of hair as a hairdresser. Yeah. So well, who takes it out of the hair plug? You just throw away hair plugs or you let it go down the drain? I just let it go down the drain, yeah. And then get some drain buster down there. Right, we're going to go into our new round, which I think is going to be good. And it's called <laughs> Random. Play the jingle boys in the van. Random! Right, so, Laura, if Elon Musk invites you onto his spaceship, will you go? No. How come? I don't like flying. <laughs> and I don't like Elon Musk. Who, you're Scottish, who would be on your Scottish Mount Rushmore? Robert Burns. <laughs> Robert Burns? Yeah, okay. you've got to put him. He's, he's, you know, he's a legend. He does good songs and poetry. Kevin, Kevin Bridges, because that would be hilarious. <laughs> oh God, I can't think of anyone else. I'd be amazed if you said you. Me? Why not me? Why not me? Why not? I deserve to be up there. I'd put you... Sean Connery. Rod Stewart pretends he's Scottish, doesn't he? And that might be quite funny because he's not Scottish. All right, Billy Connolly. Yeah, Bill, oh, he deserves to be there, yeah. Definitely. So I'll put you, Sean Connery, <laughs> Billy Connolly, 
And who else that rhymes with Connolly and Connery? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Who's Ali McCoist? Ali McCoist, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> All right. He went to my primary school. Oh, did he? Yeah. Obviously not at the same time as me. Yeah, that'd be weird if you were like 57. <laughs> What's the movie you have seen the most? Oh, Back to the Future. Me too. It's my favourite. Hey. Hey, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This is a classic. All right. <laughs> if you were to go on the run, where would you go? Where would you head towards? Oh, Scottish Highlands. Really? Yeah. Have you seen that show called Hunted? Yes. I'd love to try that. I mean, I think I'd be good at it. they all go on Facebook or something like three days after they've been on the run. Yeah. So you can't, the only thing about that show is that you can't delete social media. Okay. So that gives everything away, doesn't it? Yeah, we just don't use it. Yeah. And so the Scottish Highlands, you'd go there and with what and what would be your plan? Just to go find one of the little bothies and just like camp out and hide off grid. I live with the, yeah. Great. Where do you think you'd be in five years? I'll probably still be a hairdresser. In Soho? In Soho, I hope so. Do you think? Yeah, I don't. I love Soho now. I don't. So, think what's I'd your favourite restaurant? Favourite bar? Favourite street? Mm, I think my favourite street is Frith Street. And that was the first place I worked in Soho, and oh, my favourite place is Cafe Bohème. I've had so many drunk nights there, and, yeah. and the dinner, the food—it's French. I love Paris, and it's just yeah, it's I like that. You can sit you, on the corner and just watch people watch. You're a Soho lady, so you're never going back. Never going back, no. I'll always be in Soho. Soho is the best bit of London, I don't care what I say. And oh. I've been all over all of it. I think I will still be here, but hopefully I'll be running a bar and I won't have gone bald and I'll be of a good weight. I'll still look like I'm in my 30s, still be married with a child. Hopefully I would have learned piano. I think that's it. Not be so neurotic and anxious. Yes. Yeah, less anxious. How are we going to do that? No idea. Drink <laughs> and Drink. therapy. Therapy. Everyone needs therapy. <laughs> no one can afford it. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. What are we having for dinner? What, uh, I'm going out for it. I'm on a date tonight. Are you? Okay, where? Because this is good for prosperity. Because <laughs> yeah. in five years' time, you listen back and go, yeah, that day. Oh my god! Right. Um, so I'm. I'll cut it out if you want. No, it's fine. Um, we're going for Italian food, I think, and then drinks. I love the way Scott say food. Food. Everyone makes fun of that, and Coca Cola, or like, can I get a Coke, a can of Coke? Coke. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Food is the. Funny. No, but I like food. 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 The only thing I can say in Scottish is, you can I do that? You can I do that? Yeah. yeah. Is this a um, swipey person? It was, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you haven't met him? No, I've met him, so I've been on one date with him. Oh, you have? So yeah. It's the second date, so you know you like it? Yes, it's okay. the second date, yeah. So what, do you think this is a good warm-up? You could just slag me off. That'd yeah, be amazing. Sure you could say I'm a weirdo, yeah. <laughs> well, perhaps in a few years' time, we could recap and you could say what happened. I will, yeah, yeah. definitely. Thanks, Laura, for this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it, and I hope... You have a lovely evening. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Joe. Here is London. It is London.